Hello, y'all, and welcome to another episode of Daily Do Rag. So, before we get started with the content for today, I just want to shout out at Battle of the Barns Podcast. Okay, that's one word on Instagram at Battle of the Barns, B A R N E S Podcast. We, Alyssa Milan Betts and I, you know, that's, you know, my, my good sis, my usual co-host, we went, we traveled down to Nashville to go see them, and they had a live podcast this weekend, and y'all, when I tell y'all, it was so dope, and the two of them, they're a married couple, and they are amazing, like, they're, first of all, they big time, so I'm definitely looking up to them, they, um, and what they've done, and what they've built, and everything, and so... Um, but they are so down to earth They are so nice And they are just cool Like they went out with us after we after they did the live show And it was just It was downright amazing So y'all go follow them And make sure you go listen um, To their podcast Because they be talking about that real stuff Okay So now Let's get back to my episode We have the Joshy J photos here in the building with me y'all <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy. I love the hype you always give me, though. <laughs> Y'all. Okay, we talk about the next, uh, I don't know any famous <laughs> photographers, so we talk about the next Van Gogh with a camera. You hear me? <laughs> okay. I mean, this man, he uh, he could have shot Beyonce, and I wouldn't have known. <laughs> best, best daggone photographer we got in Louisville. So, Josh, tell the peoples a little bit about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Dang, I don't know how to follow up that introduction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but my name is Joshua John Marie, Josh, Joshy J. I got so many nicknames Woo. I've been lost count, but um, <laughs> call me what you want to call me. Um, as Jesse said, I'm a photographer. I'm also a student here at um, UofL, junior studying marketing. Um, yeah, it's a little bit about me. <laughs> Josh and I, we've been friends. Okay. One- it's been, a, it's been a couple of years now. I'm not even exactly sure when I met you. I mean, but that's how most of my friendships start. I don't remember. I'd say how. a solid two and a half years for sure. Yeah. I don't remember how we met. I never I, do. I never remember. Right. Right. So, Josh, okay. So, like I told y'all, best photographer in Louisville. Tell us a little bit about your, like, background with <clears throat> photography. Like, how did you um, decide, how did you find your love of photography? Yeah, um, so my love for photography um, actually started with my love for um, football. So I've always been a fan of football. Y'all, let me pause him real quick. I did not even know that Josh played football until like maybe two Cause months I don't, ago. Because I don't <laughs> talk about it, and I only lasted a very short. I don't talk about it. And I only lasted a very short time. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm not gonna go into too much detail. Um, but I always grew up loving football. So when I got to high school. Uh, tried out for the football team. I made it on. Quickly learned that everybody makes a team, so I wasn't anybody <laughs> special. Um, after a season, I learned that I sucked. I had uh, <laughs> I had one good Ooh, tackle my, uh-uh. my, uh, basically my entire career. So um, after that season was over, I had to sit back and I said, all right, I, I know I love football, but playing football ain't the way to express my love for football um so i came back the next season um as a photographer and i got to cover um some of the football games and kind of just the football team um and and that's what i that's where i'd say when my love for photography really started so um 
it was a love that started for something I was passionate about, but I had to find how I how I fit within what mm -hmm. I um, love. So yeah, it, it started with football. Mysteriously enough, I um, since then have left football deep, deep in the past. <laughs> hey, um, except for a picture that's on his Twitter. It's the last. It's the last time we go talk about it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so how did you reach um, where you are now with doing your photography? Like as far as um, you know, you basically have like you have your own business. That's what I'm going to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. And so, how did you reach that point? Um, so it all really started in high school. I had an internship um, in high school with a um, website design company, and I had a mentor who kind of um, guided me with the basics of photography. And when I um, and you know, I was doing the whole football thing at this time, but when I really started um, getting into it, I hated it. I was so frustrated. You would turn one knob, and then it, mm -hmm. The screen would be dark. Then you turn another knob. Child, and don't you, put me in none. <laughs> your like pictures that. would be all blurry. <laughs> so it, it was incredibly um, frustrating. But um, I always knew that I had a certain eye for things, mm -hmm. and um, I knew that with photography, um, this is a way that I could share what I was seeing with my own eyes with other people. Um, so as soon as I kind of realized that, um, I hung on to it, and I just did whatever I had to do, whatever I had to do. Um, to continue to grow. So I only took one photo class my entire life, and it was a very um, kind of introductory um, level of photo class. Other than that, um, self-taught, a lot of trial and error, mm. YouTube videos. Um, Come on, self-taught. Just getting out into the, <laughs> just getting out into the um, community and just um, teaching myself. So if I did something and it didn't work out, I figured out what I was doing wrong, how I can fix it, mm -hmm. um, and it just, it just makes you a. Um, better photographer in the end. It's the same thing with a sport. If you want to get better, you got to practice. If you want to be a better chef, you got to practice. So mm -hmm. um, just getting out there and doing it, yeah. So like right now, um, what, because I know you had changed your major. So mm -hmm. what is your major in school right now? So I'm currently a marketing major. Okay. So once you graduate, what would you like to do with photography? So um, it's kind of funny. So photography right now is my medium. It's how I choose to express myself. Mm -hmm. um, but the ultimate career goal for me, I think, would be to be in a creative director position. Mm -hmm. um, so kind of stepping back from being the one on the ground, um, kind of doing the projects mm -hmm. um, and kind of being the one facilitating the project. So okay. maybe I have a team of people. One's a photographer. One's an illustrator. Um, one is there's so many different mediums of art, but being that person who can look at all the talent um, in a room and say, hey, you're good at this, you're good at this, you're good at this, we can all come together and make this project. Um, and really just be like the behind the scenes person, just, just seeing um, how we can map out um, creating, whether it be an experience for the community to come out and um, engage with, whether it be a magazine, whatever the case may be, I think a creative director role would be really cool. Come on, creative director. Big <laughs> money. That's what you're telling us. You're telling us that your It ain't about the money, Listen, <laughs> hey, yo, hey, it I know it ain't about the money, but what you getting ready to do but is But if tell the money us, comes from hard work. Listen, you just told us the price just went up on you hoes, okay? You said <laughs> if it ain't, to it. If, <laughs> hey, okay, you just said if there ain't no bag, you ain't there. <laughs> so you wanted to do the creative director um, situation. So you now you and if I'm not mistaken and got and forgive me. Okay, his name is Josh. No, his name is James. James, who are we talking about? Who you started the photo club with? 
Camden. Camden, Lord. I'm sorry, Camden. <laughs> and I see this, y'all, I see this man all the time. And you know what? The next time he sees me, he has permission to just walk past me like he don't know me. He because said James, that's my I, little brother. <laughs> I should. Exactly. See, I, I, knew, I knew this man's name. Anyways, okay. So you were wanting to do, you know, be a creative director with that background. Yeah. Is that what prompted... Um, because if y'all didn't know, now you know, Josh has a photo club on University of Louisville's campus. Is that what kind of prompted or had something to do with that? Um, yeah, I could tell you it was kind of connected. I think um, the the vision behind the photo club was to fill a void on campus. Okay. Um, there was no um, organization or club for anyone who's interested in photography to just get together and practice and to learn more about um, photography. So the main goal of the photo club is to increase an awareness and appreciation for photography. Um, and I think that ties directly into the creative um, director role. You want to create opportunities for people to engage with different mediums of art um, and to explore what that art means to them. So whether it's through photography, whether through it's whether it's through drawing, whatever um, the medium might be, just creating those opportunities for people to explore um, what they might be interested in, or maybe even finding themselves or exposing themselves to something that they didn't even know they were interested in. Okay, okay. So tell us a little bit about the photo club. Yeah, so I done uh, been out there a couple times, but y'all, I'm <laughs> not gonna lie. Jesse. I've only been out there so they could take my picture. No, <laughs> I went out there to support my brother Josh. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Jesse. He's pulled up to a few uh, gatherings, um, but yeah, the photo club. Um, so we started last fall. Um, so we're about not too old. We're about a I guess two semesters yeah, old. Say, yeah. um, and so we, we break it into three parts. So we have um, convos, which are um, based conversations, short for conversations. We bring in speakers um, and presenters, and they'll come in and do more of like a lecture style. So we'll go over um, how to edit photos, um, the basics of photography, um, just different things um, that people might be interested in learning. Um, the second component is um, walks, so exposure walks. We'll go out into the community, um, we'll choose an area of town, we'll choose a block, um, and we'll just gather as a big group and we'll walk throughout the community and we'll just um, encourage people to take pictures of things that they find beautiful. Um, sometimes we'll have prompts, so we'll say, hey, today focus on um, portraits or today focus on shadows. So we'll have different challenges to keep people engaged. And then the last component um, is field trips. So we'll get opportunities to go into local businesses and um, places in the community that um, are associated with photography in, in whatever way and kind of see behind the scenes of how they contribute to the creative scene. Um, and then an extension of the... Um, Exposure Photography Club is our Shadows Mentoring Program. So um, hmm. last and semester, last semester we were able to go into Central High School for a few days, and um, we were able to bring um, photo equipment, um, film rolls, old vintage cameras, photo books. Um, we did just a whole day where we did a presentation of photography, and then we actually took the students outside, um, so they got to get up out of the classroom and do a photo walk, um, and it was incredible. I got to talk to the teacher recently, and she said. Um, the favorite program that the students did that year or that semester was the um, photo walk they did with Exposure. So mm. um, that, that's what we're all about. We're about, you know, expanding an appreciation for photography, whether it's for students here on campus or students out in the community. Because um, I do believe that art just has um, that kind of power. It sure does. Okay. I, and I had no clue about the mentoring <laughs> program. Um so when, because when do you, when do you graduate? 
Um, fall of 2020. So is that got about a year and a half left? <laughs> <laughs> you better be out of here before. Oh, me. child. Now. <laughs> yeah, I pray to God I'm out of here before you. <laughs> Listen, if I ain't out of here before you, Josh. I'm just going to have to give up the ghost at that point. I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> U of L tired of seeing me and I'm tired of seeing them. But <laughs> when you do graduate, do, is this something that you would like to continue on, you know, without you, without your leadership? Um, you know, I haven't given much thought to it. I think in retrospect, I want to set it up to, um, and leave it in a position to when it does come time to kind of hand over the leadership reins, um, it's a smooth transition. Um, but it'll always be a thing where I'm ready to support. Um, Cause at the end of the day, you know, exposure is my baby. So um, even though I might be moving on to other things, I'm not just gonna abandon it and act like I never um, knew anything about it. So I definitely wanna set it up and leave it in a position um, so that it can continue on and, and that the mission can continue on. Um, definitely have to give a big shout out to Camden, of course. He's mm -hmm. my right hand man. And then also our mentor, um, Andy Sensi. Um, he's an incredible um, photographer here in Louisville, does a lot of film work. So without those two um, and, and several other people who just kind of believed in the vision, mm -hmm. um, it wouldn't be possible. What, uh, what Nipsey say, the marathon continues. The marathon continues. All right. <laughs> so tell us about your church gallery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So recently um, I in installed my first gallery ever, ever which was crazy a lot more work um explain explain real quick i'm sorry to interrupt you yeah, explain yeah. real quick for the people who don't know what a gallery is because some yeah people, i know for sure for sure um so a gallery uh, a gallery can be several different things but um at the at the base level it's just a display um of an artwork from an artist um so there's several different ways to install a gallery i chose to hang mine up on brick which was one of the many challenges really? that i encountered so um i my the, the first challenge i encountered really was i had to hang these frames on brick without drilling any holes um mm -hmm. And I thought it'd be impossible. I just didn't see right. the way out. Uh -uh. <laughs> um, and through a lot of trial and error and searching, came across this um, scotch like mounting tape. Mm. Um, and it somehow sticks to brick and it is still holding and is still Come solid on, on there. Um, so that that's just one of the challenges with the gallery. Um, I'm going to rewind a little bit, actually, and give a backstory to what the gallery contains mm -hmm. um, and talk a little bit about the Starting With Lou project real quick. Um, so... The components of the gallery, what makes up the gallery is a project called Starting With Lou. Mm -hmm. um, so Starting With Lou is an ongoing 365 day um, project that shares the story of people in Louisville every single day. So how the project works is there's a team of us. Um, we'll go out into the community and we'll walk up to people that we've never met or maybe people we've talked to a few times. Mm -hmm. um, we'll take their photo, we'll ask them a few questions, and then we'll add their story um, to this blog that's featured on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and like I said, it's posted every single night. So we're about to hit a thousand stories. So it's hey. been um, over a two year process, which is really, really exciting. Um, now, going back to the gallery, a few people at my church, um, they came up to me and they talked um, about wanting to do some kind of display on one of the empty walls they had in the church. Um, and they wanted to um, kind of catch this vibe or just give this visual of the people in the city of Louisville. And the Starting With Lou project was perfect for that. Um, so 
got together with my team and I was like, hey, we got to do this. This is, this is an incredible opportunity. Um, and what's even better is we got to partner with um, local students at Westport Middle School. Mm-hmm. So um, students at Westport Middle School, they did self-portraits of themselves. So the teacher took a photo of them and they were able to draw mm-hmm. um, themselves and some, some of them just freehanded it and drew what they thought they looked like. And we were able to display these starting with Lou Project right next to these um, self-portraits from students at Westport Middle School. So. Mm-hmm. Um, the gallery turned out really, really beautiful. We mm-hmm. did 10 images from the Starting With Lou project and 10 self-portraits um, from the students at Westport Middle School. Um, and the reactions and, and just the feedback that I've received and that I've heard has just been uh, more than I could ever expect, honestly. That's awesome. That's like really amazing. And, Thank you. Thank and you. for those of you who haven't gone to the page or who don't know what it is, um, it's at Starting With Lou. Starting on with L O U, yeah, Instagram and Facebook. Okay, all right now. Yeah, yeah. And so you, the church gallery doesn't it end? It's gonna this end Sunday. on um, Sunday. I think I'm. I think it's going down officially on Wednesday. Okay. Um, so it'll it'll end on Sunday, but I'll take it down on Wednesday. Um, we're gonna do a little pop up tomorrow night at mm. a uh, event here on campus. Um, they're hosting a Louisville festival. I think it's called Louis Evolve. Um, or something like that, but it's going to be um, from six to nine, just um, in the middle of campus. So we're going to do a little pop up, and then um, we got some other offers in the works, maybe with some coffee shops and some other places mm. around town. Y'all so know I love coffee. Definitely, yeah. definitely stay tuned. Y'all might see starting with doing a wall near you. Yeah, all right, big time, Josh. It's big time, y'all. <laughs> so let me ask you this. So I know that you know you say that. Cr- Photography is your outlet. Yeah, yeah, Would yeah. that ever be something you, if if somebody came to you with an opportunity, would that ever be something that you would do for money, like a career? Because I remember, I seem to remember at one point in time, I don't know if I heard it from a friend that you said it or that you said it to me, but that you wouldn't want to do it as a career. Yeah, so I think... Um I think making money off your your talents and passions. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. That's always a great thing. If people are willing, y'all, to I'm trying to make a check. So <laughs> people are waiting. Oh, he bought to send me an invoice for this. <laughs> so if people are willing to pay you for um, your God-given talent, then definitely like go ahead and, and, mm-hmm. and set that up and do all that. Um, for me personally, though, I think um, I find that I create more naturally and mm-hmm. more authentically um, when I don't have the pressure of money always being the end goal. Mm-hmm. So I think when it becomes too much, when I'm running around doing um, too much contracted work, um, when I'm not, when I don't have the freedom to create and bring my own ideas to the table, um, that's when I'm not having fun and that's when mm-hmm. I'm not um, authentically creating. Um, and that, that's just not me at the end of the day. So I never yeah. want to get to that point where I'm so focused about getting to the money that mm-hmm. I lose sight of, hey, I, this, I started this for the first place because I wanted people to see um, the things that I saw. Yeah. Um, so I think you really just have to find that fine line between, hey, like I, I can make money off of this, mm-hmm. but I don't want to lose who I am within the money. And I think that's um, something that's a... A big thing and a big issue that a whole lot of people, a whole lot of creative people reach, you know, when they're doing something that they love. I mean, I know that that's something 
that especially with like musicians that you find like with rappers or with singers you go back to like their initial like mixtapes and stuff like that and you hear how they you know pour their heart and soul exactly the how they really you know what they really want you to hear and everything and then you compare it to you know a lot of like you know thing it once they get mainstream you compare it to that and it's like well what happened and a lot of times you know they lost the soul and i mean i know even with like even with like me and Alyssa, Alyssa and I, whenever we like host things, we tell them like, give us just a an outline of the situation of the show, yeah, and we will fill in the blank. We don't want it to be too scripted because then it's yeah. not authentically us. And then you know you didn't you didn't ask us to host this. Um, you know, to be fake, you right. you you wanted us to host it because you know we know how to make yeah. people laugh. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know, give us that creative space and creative sure. room sure. to do that. And that's so important. A lot of times, um, people will take jobs or offers where they're not given that space to be mm-hmm. um, who they really are and to bring their own ideas to the table. Um, and honestly, just just walk away from those because, mm-hmm. like, I understand you got to put. Um, food on the table and you got to provide and if that's the case by all means do what you got to do but if you're in a position where someone is just taking away your creative freedom and you're not able to express yourself express yourself the way that you need to um, walk away from that that's not what Mm -hmm. art that's not what creativity is about um, right. They can they can go on and find something else but you got to stay true to your brand at the end of the day because I mean the once you start doing, and it's funny because my friend was just giving me a, a lecture about this today, because um, I was, you know, I was having a little bit of a moment early today, and I yeah. was doubting myself and everything. And she was basically telling me, once you um, start doing what you love, um, th- the rest is gonna come. For everything sure. else is gonna come. The opportunities, the money, um, everything else is going to come. Once you one start doing what you love, and two, you know, start walking with God, and yeah. everything, walk with God, and let Him, you know, guide your steps and everything. I mean, For like sure. Gabby, if you haven't heard her podcast, go listen to Ad Ad Brown Girl. Okay, she um is looking into not like there's this modeling venture that she's going into and i am so so happy for her because she's gonna do the damn thing and so like you know once and even with you like i saw being around seeing that progression with you and seeing like how many doors and how many opportunities have been provided since you really um dwelled into being into photography and everything like it's really amazing what happens when you start doing yeah. what you love and authentically what you for love sure, to. For sure. Don't shy away from um, displaying or sharing what you're passionate about because a lot of the opportunities and a lot of the things that I've um, so graciously been um, able to be a part of, it's because people have heard about, hey, that person's really interested in photography. Hey, that person's really interested in science. Hey, that mm-hmm. person's really interested in music. Don't shy away from sharing your passions and dreams. Um, don't look at it as if you have like this hidden secret that mm-hmm. you don't want people to find out. Um, Cause I think you close doors for yourself, but when people um, find someone that, that is truly passionate about what they do, mm-hmm. um, they want to, they want to hire those people. They want to mm-hmm. put those people on the map. They want to open doors for those people. So 
Um, that's definitely just like a piece of advice that I love to share with people. Like if you're passionate about something, if you love to do something, tell the world about it. Cause mm-hmm. there is someone out there who has an opportunity that can open doors, someone who got money. Mm-hmm. And if they know you love doing this, um, there are people who are willing to invest um, in passionate people. So don't be afraid to shy, shy away from just sharing your passions and dreams. So with that, what advice would you give someone who is afraid at this moment to um, share their passion or even, you know, not necessarily afraid. They just don't know the first steps to take to go about sharing their passion. Yeah. Um, Number one, run your race. Um, You have to run your race. If you're driving on the highway and um, there's somebody going 90 miles past you and there's somebody else who's going 40 miles past you or Mm -hmm. 40 miles um, and you're doing 60, be comfortable in your 60. Hey, that's a word. Be I comfortable mean, in your 60. Be comfortable right, in your 60. Judge. Run your race. Don't, <laughs> don't spend um, time comparing yourself to other people because you don't know um, how other people got there. You don't know other people's stories. So don't be so um, – don't fall into the trap of just comparing so much that you, you lose confidence and you um, just lose all that vision. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the mix-up is. We good? Yeah, we good. All right, we'll keep going. Um and then refresh me the question sorry (laughs) it was you know how would what advice would you give someone um who sorry they just y'all they just distracted (laughs) me because somebody thought they were about to walk up in here while we were recording and i don't want to have to act a fool today now i got my little kim shirt on i'll cut up (laughs) but uh (laughs) it was what advice would you give someone who doesn't necessarily know how to one to start, you know, sharing their passion or yeah, two, yeah. how to even, you know, go about it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, what I said, um, definitely run your race, stay in your lane, um, be comfortable within the position that you're at. Um, we all go through seasons for a reason. So um, be comfortable in the season that you're in, even if it's hard and difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always brighter days ahead. Um, another thing I'd say, um, be uncomfortable. Don't be afraid to be uncomfortable. Um that's where opportunities really, really come forth. Um, say yes to things that you normally wouldn't say yes to. Mm-hmm. Um, still stay true to who you are, but say yes to things that you normally wouldn't say yes to. Um, earlier today, I was um, in the College of Business and I got out of class early and this guy kind of came running into the hallway and he was like, is there any student who's available for 30 minutes to sit in a mock interview for a career coach that we're trying to hire? Um, and everyone kind of like looked around and was like, no, I ain't trying to do that. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, and I ended up doing it. It went really great. Um, I hope the lady gets the job. Mm-hmm. But I ended up um, expanding my network and making a lot of connections with the mm-hmm. people that were in that room. So if I would have never said yes to that, um, yeah, I would have had some extra time before my next mm-hmm. class. But instead, um, I get to exchange that for expanding my network and making more connections on campus. So definitely say yes to the weird, awkward things. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be a- afraid to chase those opportunities and definitely be uncomfortable. This season of college is mm-hmm. all about being uncomfortable. If you're Ooh, comfortable, child. you're not doing it right. I'll, I'll say right. if you're comfortable because you have to, in order to grow, in qu- order to stretch yourself, um, in order to become the person that you have the potential to be, you have to step out of your comfort zone. And I would definitely attest to saying things you're not com- to doing things you're not comfortable with. I know, like, like I said this past weekend, Alyssa and I went to Nashville, and you know, 
um, just being 100% transparent, I left <laughs> at a mutual left of my job like mm, a month ago. So a Negro is dead broke because I have not gotten another job because I'm waiting until the summertime. I'm getting ready to go home anyway. And so, um, you know, Alyssa and I were talking about going, you know, Alyssa had won these free tickets and initially I was like, I was thinking to myself, I don't know how that's going to work because Alyssa, I'm broke. I'm dead broke, you know, and I just didn't know, you know, what the situation was. I had never really heard of, I have heard of live podcasts like, you know, I know like Joe Budden goes around and does his live podcast around different places. And so I was just like, oh, I don't know, but I did it anyway. And I, like I said, I had an amazing experience um, and I got to learn a lot about, you know, what you know, the next steps I should take to taking my own podcast, you know, to the next level. And so you're absolutely sure. right. Like, and even, even with starting, even with starting the podcast, like that was not, um, an easy thing. Cause like I expressed in the last, um, cause this is a two part series. Yeah, if you didn't yeah. know Josh about the, <laughs> about the take the that leap. Piece. Okay. okay. Um, you know, and like I expressed in the last episode of take that leap, um, when I first, um, you know, started my confidence wasn't all the way up, yeah. and I didn't even like I said I didn't even like editing because I didn't like yeah. hearing the sound of my own voice. Yeah. That was not you know the voice that I hear when I'm just talking um, versus the voice I hear over earphones. But to me, was two different That's things, true. and so I had to you know that was very uncomfortable for me, yeah. and I didn't want to do it. We run a- we run away from things that make us uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but. You're never going to get to a point where you overcome those things if you don't step out of that comfort zone. Um, and I'm going to give a, a kudos to Jesse here because, <laughs> look, as soon as he dropped dropped this idea of the podcast, I had people texting me. Um, and I sent it to Jesse. One of my friends was like, this is it. This is what Jesse needed to be doing <laughs> a long time ago. I'm finally, um, you know, I'm excited. He's finally venturing out and taking that step. So kudos for you for you know stepping out that comfort zone and doing it and you know there's a whole nother side to this you got to edit the audio and you got to figure out how the mics work and uh, the headphones and all that stuff um and y'all before doing this i really didn't i really didn't never knew how technologically challenged i was because i kudos to gabby because I was caught when I first started this, I was calling her every five minutes, like, girl, I don't know what I'm doing. I need your help, please. <laughs> you know? And um and I don't know why I appreciate Josh giving me kudos, but y'all, I got my inspiration from him. Mm-hmm. When I, you know, when I sat down and I thought about um what I wanted to do with my life and what I wanted to um you know, how I wanted to get out of a rut that I was in. Um, the three main people that I thought about, because one, let me tell you this. Um, and this is kind of a little bit outside of the craft thing. If you are around folks that are constantly doing the same thing and you look back and it's been five years and y'all have done the same things over and over again and there's no progression your friends don't have any progressions in their own life you don't have any progression in your friendship then those are not the people you need to be around because i'm gonna tell you this (laughs) hey i'm gonna bring you the real i'm gonna tell you this my friends constantly on a day-to-day basis um encourage me and challenge me and inspire me to do better to and you owe it to yourself why would you not right. surround yourself with people 
that want to see the best in you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so when I, you know, first started about what I wanted to do, three main people that I thought about, um, well, actually four main people that I thought about were Josh, Alyssa, Exacia, and Gabby. Um, four different people for four different reasons. But since, you know, I have Josh here, <laughs> Josh, I thought about, like I said, my the progression from me meeting him and us starting to become friends um, to who he is as a person and as a photographer now, it is a drastic difference. And I mean, every day I just see him putting in work and I mean, he works and goes to school just like the rest of us. And so just to see the power of, you know, his passion every day, it's nothing but inspiring. And so for me, I was like, I was like, Negro, you better get up and do something. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So Josh, let me ask you this. Yeah. What, what advice would you give to somebody who does want to pursue their craft as a career? Mm. Um, I think I would say, I think I would um, set some practical steps for myself um, if I was in that position. And I, I am in that position because, you know, I'm on, I got a year and a half before graduation. Um, so I'm kind of um, edging close to that period. So definitely setting some practical steps um, for yourself. Um, one of those being is seek out who's in a position where you want to be mm. and figure out how you can get there. Um, so don't be afraid to network. Network is not a bad word. It is, mm -hmm. um, it is beautiful. It is um, not as complicated as people make it to be. Um, Louisville has such a unique scene um, mm -hmm. for networking, whether you're um, at a Creative Mornings, whether you're at a Brunch and Beats. We got to pull up to a brunch and be together. We do. We do. We, we do. do. It's really lit. We're going to shut it down. Um, turning 21, May 3rd, shout out. <laughs> um, so whether wh whatever the event is, learn how to network. Learn how to um, share with people what you're passionate about. Um, and that's really just like a first practical step. Put yourself out there. See where you are. See where you were, where you are, and where you want to be. Um, so that's one thing I would say. Just set practical steps for yourself and go out and network. Um Another thing I would say, um, man, just just pull out some some pen and, 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 and paper or a whiteboard and just map out like your dreams and your goals. Mm -hmm. um, don't be afraid to dream. A lot of times mm -hmm. um, people just talk about money and, and, you know, getting to the top and, you know, it's attractive and as awesome as that sounds like, man, don't don't give up on the dreams that you had as a child. Don't give mm -hmm. up on the dreams that you have now. Um, invest in those dreams. Don't be afraid to fail. Like failure right. humbles you. Failure builds you. Failure strengthens you. Um, so don't be afraid to fail either. So those are just some practical things um, that I would say, some things to be on the lookout for that you can really take to um, kind of really get going with your career. So let me ask you this. At, for any of my photographers that are listening, how do you improve upon your craft on a day-to-day -day basis? Because um, he was editing photos before we <laughs> even got in here, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, make it a daily habit. Make it part of your routine. Um, if you can 
get up and brush your teeth every day, and I hope you do. You oh, can God. You Some can of y'all don't. Hold on. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> so, let, me, let me bring it back in before you go off. <laughs> um, if you can do simple things like that as a daily habit, then you can find time to make um, space for the things that you're um, passionate about growing in and, and investing in yourself in. Um, so some things that I do is, one, I always have my camera with me. That's mm-hmm. just... Um, something that I've heard from a lot of people that I look up to mm-hmm. and a lot of advice that I've heard um, from just mentors. Um, keep the things that you're, pa- if you're passionate about something, like let people know and, and keep that in close proximity. So I always have my camera on me. Um, a great example of, of that, I was in New York recently walking through Washington Park mm-hmm. um, and there was this guitar sitting on a stand and I kind of looked at it and I started walking away because I was like, this is one of them weird social experiments. I'm going to do something crazy. Let me just get out of here. Um, and as I'm walking away, um, this guy and this girl, they approach the guitar and he picks up the guitar and just starts singing. Um, you know, the girl has her hands covered on her face and she's like freaking out. And I was like, oh, snap, like mm-hmm. this is an engagement. Um, and I had my camera right there um, on, on my um on my side, of course, mm-hmm. and I was able to capture these beautiful images of this um, engagement in New York. Um, so just little moments like that, you just never Wait, know. Wait, so it was an engagement? Yeah. It was oh, my crazy. God. A whole proposal. A whole proposal. Um, and it was beautiful scene because everyone, like, I love this about New York. Mm-hmm. Everyone just started clapping and cheering. Mm-hmm. Everybody had their phones out. There was this man in the back. I was like, is that Jesse? There was this, <laughs> hype, there was this hype man. He was like, yeah. And I was like, Y'all know I, I be hype. Like, that Jesse. <laughs> Um, but that's just a beautiful example of like why it's so important for me to always have my camera on me. Um, another thing is I'm constantly um, on YouTube looking at different ways to edit, different ways mm-hmm. to take pictures, different ways to compose. Um, don't ever get too comfortable with an idea that you're at the top, that you're the best of the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm blessed to have friends like Jesse who constantly encourage me and mm-hmm. you know say things like, man, this is the best photographer in Louisville. Um, but I don't want to get to a point where I convince myself that I am the best of the mm-hmm. best and I stop growing. So um, yeah, like I'll you know, late nights, I'll, I'll be on YouTube just looking at different ways to edit, um, constantly talking to photographers that I run into, like, how do you shoot? Like, what's your style? Like, how do you do this? Um, so always just have that urge to grow and, and figure out how you can um, continue to build up in your craft. Um, so yeah, just don't don't become complacent. If you're mm-hmm. good at something, um, no matter how many people you have telling you you're good at it, like, don't become complacent. Always be willing to grow. How would you describe um, your progression from when you first started shooting to now? Um, confidence, just a lot of confidence. Um, I remember when I first started shooting, um, I would just be so nervous about touching every button. And <laughs> if I would go into, I would like look up little guides of like how to shoot in like a certain light. And then mm-hmm. I would like arrive to take photos of someone and then like maybe we'll be in the shadows or something and there's mm-hmm. no light and I'm like, uh, <laughs> give me a second real quick. Um, so I would like panic and I wouldn't know what to do. Um, but now I'm at the point where, you know, I can work with um, basically any setting and, and make it work. And that's really what photography is about using what you have around you, mm-hmm. um, you know, with like um, art per se or maybe like graphic design, you get a blank canvas and you can kind of. Um, create what you want but with photography you have to use the elements that you have with you Mm -hmm. Um, so definitely just a lot of confidence Um, and I think the idea of creating the photography club speaks to that because I'm at a point Mm -hmm. now where um, 
I'm confident enough in myself to where I can say, okay, now I'm ready to teach others. I'm ready to encourage others. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to mentor others. Um, so confidence would be a good, a really big thing. Um, and then just kind of solidifying what I think my style is, you know, I, I really love creating portraits. Um, I love, um, using the elements around. I love color. Um, I love keeping the colors clean and kind of in their natural state. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's just different preferences, preferences that I have, but you learn that as you continue to practice and grow in your craft. So, um, definitely just, just confidence and then just kind of learning who I am as a photographer. Hmm. Okay. So describe to the people. Okay. Describe to the people. I don't know quick. what Jesse's about to ask <laughs> you. Describe what your perfect, perfect shoot would be. Perfect, oh. perfect shoot. This, this, um, other than my wedding, because Josh is oh gonna shoot, gosh. Josh gonna shoot my future wedding, y'all. So, oh my gosh! I hope I'm around for a long time because that list is starting to get long. Dap, people, dap, want, dap. people want to make <laughs> future weddings done. Um, perfect shoot, man. That's a great question. Um, man, let's see. Where would I want to go? What would I want to <laughs> do? I think I think we'd have to start. I'll start just kind of painting an image. It'd have mm -hmm. to be a beautiful um, evening with a sunset. We're so blessed with great sunsets here in Louisville. So mm -hmm. definitely like a sunset. Um, I think I'm really getting into couples. I love couples, so I think I'd be with a couple. Mm -hmm. um, honestly, we'll go with Falls of the Ohio, overlooking the river, sunset. Mm -hmm. um, not too hot. Not too hot. Um, and then just, just working with a beautiful couple and creating some really um, beautiful images that kind of tell their story. Okay, okay. Well, I'm going to keep that in mind for when I do my <laughs> engagement. <laughs> All right, well, Josh, thank you so much for coming to talk with us today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will catch y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>